Hey, everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod. Welcome and hello. If you are new here, you are finding us in our garages or in our basements with our children lurking close by us on a Tuesday afternoon where we're simply just friends here to chat about the DK board and crack some beers and click some names. Cheers to you, and we're on to Wyndham. Wyndham. All right, Wyndham Championship that we know is played in North Carolina. And, Eric, there is a lot of golfers with ties to this area. And if you are following our Twitter page, there's a list of people who went to schools in North Carolina and or were born or currently reside there. So go check that out. The guy at the tippity-tip-top, Brooks Kepka, does not reside there but he resides at eleven thousand four hundred dollars and if you're watching on youtube you can follow there as we share the screen and you see eleven thousand range there's webb simpson as well at eleven two also three golfers in the 10k range patrick reed fleetwood and paul casey how are you doing this week eric any interest in that top range well you know me my my thing is to take the top price golfer and oh so boy. Then you're playing 11-4 Brooks, huh? It's, it, 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 this might be a tough week for me to do it, but I feel like I just, I have to because it's what I do, but uh, he just. I mean, there's reasons to take Brooks. He likes Bermuda. His approach play has been stellar as of late. He, although is priced at 11-4, which I'm never going to use. Uh, and he only beat one guy. I think it was Jim Herman. I don't know. Someone terrible. Only one guy worse than Brooks and round four at the PGA on Sunday. Uh, he'll probably come in here in top 10 with this field and 11 four is probably a good price for him. He was sixth here in 2015. That was the last time he played it. We care about his ownership because I think it's going to be low, honestly, probably like just above 12, 15%. That makes sense to me since I really wasn't too interested based on the fact that he just was bad on Sunday at the PGA. So right. I think, I think we know where the chalk's going to go and it's not him. The chalk is going to go to 11 to Webb Simpson, probably ch -ch 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 chalk of the week. How many shares are you going to eat of Webb Simpson? All of them? <laughs> are we yeah. going to galaxy brain ourselves and fade Webb in this field with right. this course? Right. I mean, you're like guaranteed second or third place, if not a win. It feels like. But he's 22.5% or more, maybe even 25% owned. It might be the chalkest chalk we've ever seen. But 11-2 might scare some people off, and you can go to the 10K range, and you can find Reed, who is a pivot maybe, Fleetwood, definite pivot, and then Paul Casey, who is on everyone's minds and in their TV screens this weekend, doing things, but being Paul Casey and finishing second. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want Paul Casey at 10-3? He's probably going to be – well, I don't know. Who's going to be the lowest owned? I, I think I think you're right about Brooks, you know, and probably Reed at that price. You know, we're used to seeing him in the nines, maybe even sometimes in the eights. So, like – But Fleetwood's been god-awful, too, and Reed's at least been showing up and won in the, you know, February. So, I don't know. People will probably go off, off uh, Fleetwood. So, if you want the pivot, it might be Fleetwood, and it's a lower-owned Fleetwood. Any interest in that? 
No, I don't. I just, I don't play Tommy Fleetwood. I'll probably, the guys I'll take will be Webb, Casey, and maybe some Reed. Okay. Well, I love Reed. I'm going to play Webb and Reed, of course. A-P-P-R. Always play Patrick Reed. He's $10,700. He's good at everything. And I'm never worried, Eric, that he's going to show up and have a dud of a day or a week. I mean, he's just going to always come together. It might not be that Thursday where he has everything together, but he'll get one of the days and he'll score some DraftKings points for you. I mean, always shows up because he's just all around talented. So if one part of his game's bad, the other parts are lifting him up. That's why you always play Patrick Reed. And especially if he's $10,700 in this field, I love it. Right. And I think too, that <laughs> you don't have to fade these guys, pick the ones that you like. Cause I think probably the winner doesn't necessarily come out of these guys. This is such a weak field that you know, you not you don't know what you're going to get from all the people below that's why maybe you go and look at the 9K range. And right now, there are four people since Abraham Answer has withdrawn from the tournament. You only have Rose. He's at 9-9. And then the low nines, English, 9-3, Horschel, 9-1, and Spieth, $9,000. Before we talk about Spieth, let's talk about Justin Rose, who is looking a little bit popular, but Kind of not actually, so it's going to be different. But at nine nine, top of the range, what? Why? What? Why is Rose here? Should he be here? Shouldn't he be resting and waiting to play in the playoffs? Or is he trying to bump his FedEx Cup points up? Because he's currently ranked one hundred and third. Justin Rose might be motivated to play. Actually, wow! God forbid he's motivated to play. He never likes these kind of tournaments, though. We've seen this, and this is I dubbed. Week 17 of the PGA season where it's like the NFL where there's week 17, everybody knows they're already in the playoffs or they kind of know they're standing and they don't really care. And so they're trying to rest starters. And it's one of those things where you're going to see a lot of people that are going to show up here that need the points to play next week in the playoffs. Does it make a difference though? Cause aren't you trying to play good every week? And it really, I mean, guys like Rose, they don't really care, but at 103rd current standings, he's going to make it to the playoffs next week, but is he going to make it to the top 70 the week after? Maybe not. So Rose might have to have a showing at 9-9. Anyway, how popular will the popular people be? I don't know, but it looks like Harris English is 18% right now, and Horschel's just below that. Those are the two chalk names, because you know nobody's taking Jordan Spieth. He's going to be the lowest. Owners. Maybe of everyone under or above 9K. So why is he 9K? What the hell? Do you think that's a, 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 a overprice? Because. Yeah. 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 I, I don't... should be like 8,200. Right. I mean, that's just so you how weak this field is. I mean, if he was 8,200, that's Brant Snedeker. I mean, Spieth played better than Snedeker <laughs> at 8,200. So. Right. Yeah. He hasn't played that bad, okay? I'll give you that, but it's not like he's been great. And all, hey, I did listen to Mayo talk to Ben Raza this morning, and they're talking about how maybe, hey, his off the tee game is mitigated here. It's an iron and putter tournament. So maybe this is the chance to jump on a low owned Spieth and in DraftKings. That's, some of, that's the only way to get leverage in these GPPs is to take these low owned guys no one wants on weeks that it might make sense. So, how much are you using Jordan Spieth? You know, my brain right now is telling me let's let's get out. Like, we got we got to keep riding this train. He's gonna it's gonna happen at some point. But then we we've said that for weeks now. But fuck it, 
I'm clicking nine thousand dollar Jordan Spieth. God damn it! Well, he's six percent owned, so you don't need a lot of shares. You could even take just take one of your twenty lineups, or even two of your twenty lineups, and then you're just having fun with that. You got a little flyer on a low owned nine thousand overpriced Jordan Spieth. I don't understand why Billy Horschel isn't the chalk of the range. He's one of my favorite plays. In fact, he's a value for me, and I'll just give it to you now at ninety one hundred dollars. It's a great price. And we, I mentioned it on the Preferred Lines podcast. That's a podcast you can go look on iTunes for. Also on YouTube, me and Joe Idoni. We talked about Billy and how this is his time of year. He gets up for this time of year. The summer, the playoffs, 2014 FedEx Cup champ. Guy used to had a great trajectory. He won the 2014 FedEx Cup. And everyone's like, damn, this dude's legit. But he kind of hasn't done a lot in the last three years. He hasn't won since may of 2017 so i don't know maybe that's why he's 91 but likes the course prefers the grass here has been putting well coming in he was t6 at the course at the tournament last year and t11 the year before so trending towards a win and maybe he wants it boosts himself to get in, in again the playoffs let's go playoffs I like Horschel, but I don't like his trend as far as his finishes are concerned. 7th, 13th, 25th, 43rd. That's, I don't know, riding a, a putter the whole time with varying degrees of things happening in the other parts of his game. Yeah, it's all going to come together this week. Four rounds in a row at an easy birdie fest where all he has to do is pitch and putt. And he's loving putting on this surface. So I'm loving Billy Ho. Let's go. Anyway. Here we go, sharing the screen again to show you the 8K range, which is chock filled of great names, juicy names. I love it. And it starts with Brendan Todd at $8,900 and Sung J.M. All in? Oh, my gosh. At $8,800, you could go all in this week. I'm thinking about it. Shane Lowry, $8,700. Siwoo Kim, $8,600. Jeez. And Sergio's in the field. He needs FedEx Cup points. Chaz is here. Kisner, Snedeker, Ryan Moore, and Corey Connors at 8K. Any interest? Or what? Well, should we check the temperature of our friends at FanshareSports.com and Fantasy National? That's where we're collecting the ownership from. Is from those beautiful websites that provide answers. (laughs) (laughs) No, they just provide you stats and things that you can come to your own conclusions and you can decide if their algorithms are correct or incorrect. But right now they'll tell you people are comfortable clicking Ryan Moore at $8,100. Chalk of the range. Also Kevin Kisner right there. And then Brendan Todd as well. So Moore and Kisner. Are you the chalk donkey in the AK range this week, Eric? No, surprisingly, I, 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 I wasn't gravitating towards those names. The name that I was gravitating towards, which, you know, we can talk about, Siwoo Kim. Great play. Absolutely great play. In fact, what? one of my favorite plays this week. Is he a value for you? He's a value for me. Oh, my gosh. He's a terrible value. <laughs> Did you know that? Everybody's on him. Why? Is he good now? Like, how come he's – is he any good ever? When was the last time he's good? Uh, he's, played, like, he's played every single event since the restart. He's probably tired. He's just grinding his way through these cuts. He needs the money, maybe. So you got that going for you. But otherwise, I don't know. I don't trust Siwoo. 86, this, that's a terrible price. Won at this course, okay? He won? And then last year, look at this. This is, this is crazy. Last year, he got fifth, okay? 
And what had he done previously? Eight of nine missed cuts. Okay. Fifth, playing god awful. Now we get him coming in with uh, seven cuts in a row. In a row, he's gaining on approach. Two, four, five point two strokes. It's the putter that comes and goes. The off the tee game is cool at the PGA. He got thirteenth. I like the form, and eighty six hundred. I mean, like whether I'm stacking him with Webb or or starting with Billy Ho, he fits right into the to the mold. I'm gonna have a lot of shares to see Woo. Oh, that'll just be a terrible decision. No, no, no. It's going to be great. He's going to just get – dude, you know how he does it. He goes first or last. He's full throttle or, off. you know, crash and burn. So, maybe yeah. he'll take driver from the rough again on, like, the fourth hole in the fourth round for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, he, he goes for it. So, what? That's good. I like that. Aggressive. Okay. Uh, well, you can do the pivots in the range. Maybe – Low-owned Lowry again? I can get back there. <laughs> but doesn't he just like birdie – or uh, he doesn't like these birdie fests? Shane Lowry at whatever he is, 87 or something, He like I think he would prefer a different surface uh, than Bermuda, and he prefers windy, hard conditions. So that's why he's low-owned. And then Chez, the same thing. I like him, and people are gravitating towards Chez because he's played well and he's got some decent finishes recently. And his iron plays good. But again, not a guy who loves Bermuda. And we're grass type people. You gotta come up with reasons, Eric. Names, reasons. And <laughs> some of the reasons that you get on or off a guy is if he does or does not like the surface that they're playing on. And it's Bermuda this week, and Chesson's in a fan. Neither is Kisner, although he is because he's like from this area. So I don't know. Kisner loves all surfaces, so therefore Kisner at 83 is showing up that he doesn't like Bermuda. Or he likes it the least. I, I, yeah, <laughs> right. Snedeker, I love it's a pivot here because Snedeker's home course. I'm gonna talk about him in a minute as a value potentially. <laughs> believe it or not, insanely. Uh, Ryan Moore, uh, bet by Pat Mayo, and now getting some love. I don't have any interest. And then Corey Connors. Do you trust Connors is gonna play good, or what kind of putter is Corey Connors gonna bring to the Wyndham? Oh boy! I mean, he never gains with the, with the putter, and he's awful. He's really bad. So it's yeah. Is it his least bad? Yeah, I mean, it's his one of his least. It is his least bad. So that we got that going for us. But I mean, I don't know. Eight thousand Corey Connors. I mean, he missed the cut last week. I don't know, man. I, I don't usually click him. So. Nah. Especially when you can go into the 7K range, Eric, and you can click a lot of names here and feel good about it because this is really a weird field where how does DraftKings determine the prices? Pricing is an illusion, as we know. And therefore, don't click the popular names and then the 7K range. Just click some pivots because they're all the freaking same and they're all good, actually. The most popular, Neiman, probably going to eat that jock because Neiman's really good and he's got, you know, $7,900 price range tag, like, on Neiman? So I'll do that. I'll eat that chalk. It's not even the chalk. I mean, how chalky is the chalk when you got Henley and Norlander? They're like 15% too. So is that enough to make you get off to somebody at 15% Henley at 7-7 or Norlander at 7-3? Oh, I saw you on Twitter, Eric, having a chat about Norlander. You, you obviously are eating that chalk. I opened up the DraftKings pricing and what I always do each week is I make a lineup just to see, you know, get a feel for things. 
and Norlander made it onto that lineup. And I think I'm going to uh, keep that. I'm not going to change it. So I'll probably have to, you know, take a good chunk of shares of shares of, of Henrik Norlander. He's good. He's been playing well. Why wouldn't you? It's 7,300. It's a tremendous value. And he loves yeah, absolutely. I actually agree because there's no reason to get off of a Norlander at 15% or a Neiman at 15% or anybody else. There are other names that are wanted in this range. It's Redmond and HV3 and Sam Burns. Rory Sabatini? I saw him, yes. Uh, I'm not sure about him. I had a couple shares of him last week, so I followed him along. And, I mean, I know he showed up here last year, but that was when he was coming in with, like, a string of top tens and he was playing a lot better, his better form. So, if out of anybody up here, chalked fade, maybe Sabatini to me, I watched him play last week. So, like, I have, a, you know, maybe some recency bias against him instead of for him. So, whatever. Pivots, I'll consider those. Nine, seven, nine, Dylan Fertelli. I bet this guy, actually. Talked him up. I think he's good. He's, like, good at these birdie fests. He plays well at the resort courses and things like that. You could do JT Post, and he's a pivot now. People aren't considering him because he's the defending champion. He's from Hickory. We know that. He was bogey-free. Joe I's betting him. Eric, you're kind of a – JT Poston guy at seven eight is posting on your player pool radar. He is, he is, you know, and he was kind of hit or miss leading up to his win last year when I was looking back at it. And he's not playing the greatest right now. He made the cut last week somehow at the PGA Championship, but really before that, there's nothing to really write home about as far as his form. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, good vibes. You know, I always take the defending champion or the person that won the previous week. So I'm going to do that again with JT Poston. And then the other guy that I like is, for some reason, is Christian Bezudenhut. 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 I like him. He missed the cut last week, but he'd been doing some fine things as far as uh, playing in these tournaments. Um, yeah, he's kind of Rob Hallway's guy, our friend of the program, Rob Hallway. He takes Bez. You can call him Bez. Bez. Uh, Bez is a good iron and putter. So, I mean, when an iron and putter is needed, he could maybe show up. Yeah, yeah. What about Tom Lewis? He had that putter going two weeks ago. He almost freaking won the WGC. Tom Lewis, 7-6. <laughs> yeah, that was – that's right. Did he putt too well? He might have putted too well. I mean, 2.4 strokes game putting isn't, isn't that okay. – that much maybe he's for real and at seven six you could click that another seventy six hundred dollar guy is another value for me i'm just gonna give you all these values and spoiler alert it seventy six hundred dollars maverick mcneely the baby faced baller i love to call him because he just looks like he's like wait sir <laughs> you're who excuse me sir are you like a caddy like what are you <laughs> Looks like, have you seen him? He looks so young. And he was up there trying to win the Barracuda for me. I bet on him on the off week of Barracuda. So I had a, I watched Maverick closely. Everyone's watching him. He kind of is an up and coming talent. The de talent's definitely there. And maybe motivation, because I've heard, people have told me, this is where people win for the first time. Look at JT Poston last year. There's other examples of it. Maverick McNeely will win on tour. And maybe it's this week and he's 80 to one. And he's $7,600 and it's 3.5% owned. That's a screams value to me in the 7K range. Should we look at the rest of the range? I mean, we're talking about everybody, so just talk about Jim Furyk quick. People think that he can win. Can he win? Can he play well? I mean, well, he just won on uh, the Champions Tour. Against, yeah, your grandpa. <laughs> I, I mean, but nonetheless, those guys are good. But, yeah, I mean, they're they're not on the PGA Tour for a reason, so – 
despite the fact that he won. I mean, uh, I just, you know, it's Jim Furyk. He's, he's played well at this course in eight rounds. I haven't, I don't have the eight rounds pulled up, but I mean, no, he's played really well. I've, I had him on like the short list of people that are course history guys. Now, what about Bud Cauley at $7,200? I like him. Yeah, well, we really like Bud Cauley. We've liked Bud Cauley for yeah. quite a long time, and he's he's shown up uh, recently. I saw when I'm when I'm following yeah. the boards, I saw him, and he made the cut at the PGA Tournament. He was 0.7% owned or 0.3% right, right. owned or whatever. So, I mean, he's gaining strokes around the green and nothing on approach or off the tee, but that whatever. I don't care. That can change. In a moment's notice, give us some. Well, oh, I wouldn't be shocked if Bud Colley won. It's one of those things. He's hungry. He has a great story. People love him and love to root for him. I mean, the, the story is he had a car accident, took him out for a long time, almost killed him. Now, a friend of JT, a friend of the program, everybody knows about him. So it's like one of those inner guys in the circle jerk. Yes. We'd love to see him get a W. Now, at 7,200, I don't know. Maybe a top 10 is good enough or even a top 30. So, yeah. Bud Cauley, sign me up. Straka's getting some attention. Any interest in uh, Sep? Yeah, actually, he was another person that kind of made it onto my initial, you know, just without really doing any sort of looking. I, he ended up being clicked. I don't know really why. I mean, he's <laughs> I noticed him recently, but, I mean, what did he do? He was, he's making cuts. Yeah, there. he's getting iron play and, yeah, coming up on leaderboards every once in a while. What about uh, Lucas Glover? Are we, are, are we done with him? Is he done? Did he have his run? made his money and he's good yeah yeah that's really disappointing <laughs> he made what about, it. yeah what about the Charles or the Charles howell do you have any interest in charles schwartzel or ch3 those veterans yeah i was looking at those two guys i mean they're veterans i don't yeah you know the schwartzel he was playing last week at the pga he made the cut i mean that wasn't an easy place to to do well um he was announced a, a number of weeks ago that he's back and then he was missing the cut and all of a sudden now find him again so i don't know i know matthias schwab 7500 uh he was what runner up at the at the cuda right yeah have that right i mean feinberg yeah. was all mad that he didn't do it he couldn't right. come through I, yeah. I like him a lot and then chris kirk don't forget about him at 7300 he, he won a very tour not not too long ago and uh yeah so you got to think that that's a that's a boost for for confidence and all sorts of other mental things that he you know has battled. All right, we're running out of time, Eric. We're doing this. Oh. We're going to the six k range, buddy, because I actually am playing names down there this week. I normally shy away, but in these weak fields, there's no difference between a six k guy and a seventy five guy. So I'm gonna click some of the names. I got eight. Honestly, right now, clicked out of my 24 names, eight of them are in the 6K range. But the most popular, the ones that are being clicked the most, Bryce Garnett, huh? Kyle Stanley, Taylor Gooch, Ryan Armour, Adam Long, Pat Perez, Jason Kokrak, Chase Seifert. And I have none of those names. <laughs> but those are the most popular. Um, there, there's a couple of fringe names like Hubbard and Hadley and Munoz who are at 5% or so, or a little less that I like. I like Hubbard and Hadley and Munoz. Um, do you have any interest in any of the names in the 6k range? I, I didn't even show them. I guess we'll sorry. I'm showing the screen, but I don't really give a shit. I mean, I'm not going to go below if I'm clicking, I'm not probably going below Chase Seifert at 6,400 who I, I like, I okay. asked, but yeah, below 6,400, there's nothing. So, what? Don't. No. Are you kidding me? My favorite name is at 6,400. Well, below oh, Barnrat? <laughs> nope. Nope. Barnrat. 
Old news. This isn't a tournament where you can win goblets and your name is on a leaderboard across the world. No, that's <laughs> only when you click. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I like $6,400 Seamus Power. Wow. Hear wow. me out. Guy is an eagle and birdie maker now. Oh. I go, oh, you need birdies. Yeah, okay, sure. It's a birdie fest. You need an eagle or two. And I'm going to go and look at that list on PGATour.com because everything I tweet and everything I look at is pretty much always the free stuff. And PGA Tour, there's a stat like birdies per round or eagles per hole or something like kind of gives you an idea of who's birdieing a lot per amount of plank. Now, granted, he's playing all these birdie fests. So it's a little bit of cheating, cheat code. But $6,400 Seamus Powers is now a birdie maker. He's on the top of those lists, man. I was scrolling through with both lists. Seamus Powers, there he is. And he's like a Virginia guy or a North Carolina guy. Loves, love, loves the Bermuda grass. And he's going to be 1% Seamus Power. Three starts since the restart, brother. One of them was a top 12 at the our, uh, Rocket Mortgage. He missed a cut of 3M, which is terrible. But Cuda, T9. Birdie Fest Cuda, power. I might take two shares of a flyer power. Power flyer, let's go. Oh, he made the cut here last year, so there's that. Nice. And he needs to get into the uh, top 130. He's 161, so he needs a big week from Seamus Powell. You also have Danny McCarthy, another guy, Joe Idoni, is throwing a shekel on. He could get a top 20, $6,900. $6,700, you could go with Ryder or Shank. I'm going to put those guys in my player pool. And I like Will Gordon, also discovered – um, he's from or born or lives or was living or once lived in North Carolina. <laughs> so maybe he likes the grass and he likes the birdie. We know it at a birdie fest. Will Gordon, $6,800. You, any more else? Or are we got? Let me just add one more. We got, uh, Tom Hoagie likes birdie fests. And That's he, true. And he just had a great time playing with Tiger Woods in the final round. I do believe he made an ass of himself in front of him. He was at one point, three under with Tiger, and then I think he finished three or four over or something like that. But, but that's good. That's nice to see that he's he's making a couple of cuts. Hoagie's birth Hoagie's birth certificate says he was born in North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, he grew up here in Fargo, but yeah, he he was born there. So I don't know. That doesn't matter. Those narratives, Eric, they don't lead to answers. <laughs> yeah, no. They but the stats do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, building rosters this week, Eric, before we get out of here, I'm going to do stars and scrubs because it's a shitty feel. Like I just said, I'm using eight guys on the 6K range, and I'm going to use Webb and Reed, and I'm going to, like, use a lot of them. And then I'm going to maybe go all M because it's a great price, and I love M. And, dude, M's obviously a value. At eight, like, he's capable of winning anytime he comes out. So, spoiler alert again. I might not even need to give you my values. You just listen to the pot. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. uh, are we going to do five good and one flyer, or is it more of four good, two flyers? Uh, I mean, in this field, it's uh, – Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so, yeah, it's two flyers, exactly, because yeah. your good could be considered flyers depending on where you ended up in, in the pricing. So, uh, yeah, I think I think, I think – Maybe fading the 10K range for some lineups is a good call because I think a lot of people are going to be scared not to have a Brooks or Webb or Patrick. But then you're going to start with Rose? Yeah, you can start with Rose. Or I was thinking, you know, maybe just start with Spieth and Horschel or something like that. And then, you know, okay. see what they look like. I mean, this. I like it, that idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a tournament where there's just 
the elites aren't here, you know. And well, and then I also noticed, Eric, the 8K range is not being peppered the masses like it was last week. So, like, people are kind of doing that, like, two 10K guys and then peppering the 7K. So, if you do use those 8K names with, like, a lower 9K to start, that might give you the leverage. So, build rosters that way, potentially. Yes. I've talked to you about my values. I like Billy Horschel. Eat that if there is chalk on that. Snedeker, okay. Eight, what is he? 82? Too. that's a terrible price so no one's gonna click it so that's why you do <laughs> no his iron play has been god awful i tried to compare what sneds did last week to what casey did or sneds have been you know i was like maybe snedeker will have a casey week but it's really not comparable because casey showed up at least with some promise and had the course fit we knew it was total driver week last week and casey led in total driving for the pga tour whatever but snedeker he has pretty much nothing statistically coming in since the restart. Like I can't like glean anything to give you some reason of hope. The only hope is that he has course fit. I mean, he's not been consistent, but he did shoot a 59 here two years ago in the first round and then held on to win. So like he's played it. And different times. But at the same time, it's Snedeker. So you got to be kind of nervous. It's Snedeker. Maybe not. A lot of shares of Snedeker because he's on, but he's only five percent owned or less. So you can get two, three, four shares of Snedeker. It's good value. Yeah. Um, and then what else did I mention value wise? I said I like Fratelli and then Maverick McNeely. We know at seventy six hundred dollars, the talent's there. Use him as a value. What about you, Eric? Uh, I'll say him again. Seventy three hundred. Uh, Henrik Norlander playing playing really good golf right now. You know, probably, uh, I mean, he's playing better golf than your value, Brent Snedeker, you know, uh, uh, almost $1,000 more. So, Henrik Norlander, I'll eat that chalk for the sure. The only reason Snedeker's a value, Eric, is because he's playing terrible. <laughs> okay. If he was playing good, he'd be $9,900 and everyone would be using him. That's the problem. All right. Yeah, that, that's fine. Whatever. Hen- Eric, I talked about this performance podcast about Snedeker. He could show up. They do this. This guy goes home. He goes to his course he's familiar with. He's played really well on. He's got the sight lights down, but he's been playing bad. Something's wrong. Is it the way he's holding it? Is it the way his foot is? You saw Brooks. He got a lesson or two, and he's, they tell him to move your foot two inches, and then all of a sudden he's sniping everything. So could that happen to Snedeker? Easily. Thank you. $8,200. Don't need Matt. Don't go all in on Snedeker. Hello. A couple shares. Sure. Couple, couple. That's GPP life, dude. Take right. the flyer at the point when no one wants him. Low ownership, low price. At a fifty-nine here two years ago. Well, you know, Ray doesn't think that way, so just let it be. Siwoo Kim at eighty-six hundred is. My oh other. no. <laughs> my other a value. Oh my god. Got you know better form than a lot of these guys around him and. He's coming to a course. I already said this. He's coming to a course. He's one at, you know, he's, he's up and down. He's all over the place. So, yeah, he might be a risk. And, you know, we'll keep an eye on, on, on his popularity. But, but you know, I'm not going to do 50% Siwoo Kim, but give me 20, 25%, you know. Okay, I like that. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I've shared something like that. I'm not going to match the field. Yeah, and then, you know, honestly, I, I think, you know, yes, Webb. And then it's Paul Casey at 10-3 down there. Start lineup. I'm going to start a bunch of lineups with Paul Casey. Dude, no. Why? I, I have- Casey doesn't need to be here. He doesn't care about being here. The only reason he's here, I remember it. I looked at old tweets from last year to get ideas for how to, you know, recreate the wheel. I'm not – if you stole from me, you stole three times. But 
I saw Casey did a press conference last year at the Wyndham after I think it was the, the Open or whatever they played after a major. I don't remember. But he's like, why are you here? Well, yeah, my, mom, my wife's mad I'm here. Uh, I'm only here because Wyndham gave me sponsors invites a couple years when I was young. So I pay them back. I come here. Now, that's prob- there's probably different scenario this time around because he doesn't actually have to – he can't go anywhere. Like, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? So, I mean, like, I guess maybe he'll try or he's been playing or – but he hasn't been playing well. He only played well for, like, three days at a hard course where if you hit it in the rough, you're fucked. And he never hit it in the rough. Seems like Can he good- keep up? Can he make the birdies? I don't know. But you're telling me he can at 10-3. That's a terrible idea, but go for it. Well, I'm going to. I don't care what you say. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, cool. My microphone is very touchy this time. Hey, see you later. Bye.